0: Welcome to this week's episode. It's just me in the studio and going to spend some time reflecting on just life messy life, hard life, what it's like to keep going, persevering, take action when you may not see a clear path, when you may not hear God's voice, when it's hard to have faith. I have definitely been there, maybe even there now in some ways. And I know it's tough and you might be listening today and in the same place or, hey, you might be heading there really soon and just want to process with you and think through what that feels like. And so if you've been listening, there's been a few episodes where I've talked a little bit while interviewing guests about my own journey. And it's been a tough journey over the past maybe three years or so. Yeah, and I think it has for a lot of people because of the season we've been in, because of the world, things happening, going on, lots of loss, really hard, hard, hard times um, for many people, and that's still going. So many difficult, hard things to process when you look around the world right now and what's happening and so much turmoil and strife and death and unknowns. And yeah, that can be really, really hard. And maybe you're a student in class just trying to figure out mm, what's next, um, what's ahead of my journey. And maybe you're living in the future instead of the present. Maybe you're a parent and just struggling with, man, <laughs> the realization of you don't really know much and parenting is hard and and what's next for you and maybe in your workplace and your job title and your role. Um, People look up to you. Maybe you're, you know, a leader in a pretty high position. And sometimes you feel like, Oh, people are looking to me and I'm supposed to have it all together, but I don't have it all together. And I don't know how to lead. Um, So many things, so many scenarios we could, you know, if you were all here with me right now, we could process and talk through because everybody's on their own journey. But for my journey, um, it's been up and down, and sometimes question is God right here with me? Is he listening? Is he leading me? But um, I will say right off that I know he is because of the experiences I've been through with him and how his word is alive and active. And when I take the time to Put it in its proper place and be in it and acknowledge Him through it. Oh, He brings such healing and hope and truth. He is the truth. He is the way. He is the life. And He's the bread, the bread of life. He is the light. And He does live in me. And so if you're a Christ follower, if you've been in His Word, in Him, um, you know that that is true. And sometimes we can cover that up run from that, get away from it, and we forget, and dark times come, but He's always calling and pulling us back to Him. He's the one that does the drawing, and I've seen that in my life, and just want to so praise Him. Even in the doubts that do come, He is always real, and He's there, and He shows His power, and He shows His grace, and His mercy, and we could sit and just talk about grace for a long time. Um, I know I've probably mentioned that on the podcast, where it is hard for me to understand, to believe, to really grasp and take hold of His grace and accept it freely, because that's what grace is, a free gift, His free gift of love and salvation, and that we have Him, that we're adopted into His kingdom, and He, yeah wants that intimate relationship with us and just how good he is. So I love when I've done a few podcasts in the past that, man, it's just really like me and him sitting here and how he just speaks so clearly in my inner being because he is in me. And thinking of Psalms 23, where he says that he to David he exclaims about God. He anoints my head with oil. My cup is overflowing. And I just think so many times I have struggled, and maybe you have, of thinking we have to fill up our cup or we have to do more and more for Him, or we need to read more in the Word and be more knowledgeable and and be the light out there and all these things, but um, it's really clear in my life I can't do that. He has to do it, and so recently I was reminded that He is the one that is the cup, that has filled the cup, that is overflowing out of the cup. It's not me. That was an incredible reminder and so freeing that I don't have to do it. I can't do it, and that He wants us just to lay down. And Psalms 23 is a really, really good, short psalm to meditate on, to memorize, to sit in, and He's really showing me now to just be present, be present with Him, be present in the moment, whoever I am with, whatever the job at hand is, to be present in that. To listen for his voice, to be still, and I love where David says that God makes him lay down in green pastures. God does the making. Um, Stephanie will run, run ahead, and I don't know if you've ever seen that little um, sheep little video where the sheep is running and gets caught in like a little crevice between two big rocks and someone comes along, shepherd, and gets them out and releases him. And instead of the sheep just laying down in green pastures, the sheep just runs and jumps again. I can see it right now playing in my head um, and then just gets caught again. And how many times do we do that? I have done it over and over. And I think in each time, oh yeah, this time I've learned my lesson. This time I understand. I get it, God. I'm not going to be stuck in that crevice again. But then, you know what? I just go ahead. I stop being present with him. I stop being immersed in his scripture, saturated with his word and his love. And there goes Stephanie, the little sheep, jumping around. Oh, I'm stuck again. And then what do we do? Oh, God, please, please help me. Please get me out of this. And he comes along. And there we are back to his grace that we do not deserve. And he grabs us and pulls us back to him. And wow, so comforting to even think about that. But he's the one that makes us lay down in green pastures. He's the one that leads us by still waters. So he's the one that gives us the hope and the ability to be present, right? And if we just remember, we cannot fill up our cup. We don't have to, We cannot make ourselves lay down. I'm going to be the sheep jumping around. Um, He does that, and He brings us to Him. He centers us in Him. He gives the hope. And so, wow, that is just so, so much freedom. Love all of the Psalms. Really good place to go, that whole um, book of Psalms. So many that just shows the psalmist crying out to God, praising Him, all in the same psalm. You know, might be praising Him, thanking Him for His goodness and His mercy, but yet, oh God, where are you? When are you going to help me? When are you going to conquer my enemies? When are you going to free me? And just that up and down. So that gives hope for me, because I'm like, yep, I'm so messy. One moment I'm up, one moment I'm down, one moment I'm praising Him, one moment I'm questioning Him. But look at the psalms, and that is Been life for every human, I think. And yeah, so just to sit in that, wrestle with that, and know, okay, God, here I am. So I know He's calling me to be still. He's the one that's going to prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. He's the one that's going to lead me in paths of righteousness. He does the leading. And I just get to sit back and trust Him. But man, we need community to remind us of this, right? We need to build people around us that love Jesus, that love us, that will be there for us to sit with Him at His feet and just encourage each other. So, praying for you now, as I just think about you and wherever you may be listening, that you can experience the community with God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. So, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, all have community, and He invites us into that community with Him so to be present. And then He gives us other people around us to be there with us and be in that community as well. So I just challenge you today to be still, to be present, to be curious. He's also teaching me to be curious. And one way like I talked about on the last episode, is through the podcast, getting to know people and guests and real lives and stories, just to be curious. What is God doing with that person? Does He want me to connect with that person? How? And just praying, oh God, You you lead the path. You do the connection. You show me. And then when we do connect with people, so when we're present and curious, that requires intentional listening. Listening to what the Father is saying to us through His Word. Listening to that community that He has built around you and is building. And then listening when He's calling us to be curious and ask questions, but then really engage listening. We don't have to be talking to be engaging. We can ask a question and then pause and truly listen. And that builds community. And that builds something in us that comes alive and explodes in the bigger community. And um, so wherever you are, I just encourage you to stop and pray and ask God, hey, will you make me lie down in green pastures? Because I can't. I'm the sheep that's going to run and get stuck. Will you lead me beside still waters? Will you help me be present with you? Will you help me be curious Will you help me take the next step when it's time to take the next step? So you might also be in a time of, oh, your faith feels really dark, really dwindling. You're wondering where it is and you're wondering, how am I going to take the next step? How do I take action right now when there's so many things that are unknown? Um, You might be feeling like an imposter, like, You don't really have what maybe other people think you should have. Um, Well, guess what? That's the same thing as the cup. You don't have to fill that up. He has created you in His own image. Male and female were created in His image from the very beginning. We see that in Genesis. And we get to stop and be present and praise Him for that. That He has given us qualities of Him and giftings and skills and the ability to listen and be present and be curious and to get to know people and build community. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I think that's where it starts. And in that, we're going to learn so much. We're going to experience so much. And he's just going to grow, yeah, our knowledge and our skills and abilities even more as we press into that. So what is that next step? You're never going to go wrong with relationships, never, because He has created us in a relationship with Him. He wants that for us. So, I never want to assume that every single person listening has that relationship with the Creator of the universe, with the Father, with the Son who died for us and rose again and gives us eternal life. If you don't, that's the place to start. That's your next step. Um, so just go to him and he will reveal himself to you. He says in his words, seek me with all your heart and he will reveal himself. So I know I've said it before on podcasts. If you've listened, you can call us anytime. You can email us, connect with us. We want to tell you more. We want to pray with you and love on you because he has filled our cup up with his love. And that love is to go on and on and on with other people. It's His love in us. So, yeah, get a Bible. Get the Holy Word of God and get it out and look and see who He says He is, who you are. And if you have already experienced that, if you have given your life to Christ, if you're in that incredible relationship with Him, then the next step is just to look toward Him and to be present and to rest and to be in that Word, immerse yourself in it, and look for who's around you. Maybe you're at a job, and it's really hard right now, but what's the next step there? He he will show you, and he will. He will um, do what only he can do. And so for me, as the director, just as an example, I'm the head of school of North Star Academy right now, which can be super challenging, super hard in an online environment. How do you build a real school community? How do you lead when there's so many other online schools popping up and education is changing and technology is constantly changing? And what What's the next step? Wow. Guess what? I have a community around me. I have relationships. Um, we have leaders. And we come together, can build that connection with one another and seek what's next together. And so you don't have to do it alone. Um, and that's really cool. And then... Yeah, sometimes maybe you're in a leadership role where you do have to make some tough decisions and God calls you to do that. But we can trust and we can ask and we can be present and He will reveal. I'm confident because He has over and over and over laid out the path and revealed what's next. And so Psalms 16 is another psalm I wanted to share with you real quick that has meant so much to me lately. I've been immersing myself in that. First, when you look at verse 2, it says, I have no good apart from you. And so Stephanie, just like she can hop around and get stuck, um, a lot of times it can be because of her arrogance or thinking she knows so much and has so much good ability in herself. But I'm constantly reminded it's him, him in me and, and not myself. And so when I acknowledge that and rely on that, yeah, things go way, way smoother. People are encouraged way more around me. But I, I love verse 11, the very last verse. It's not a very long psalms either that says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there's fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And I love how the psalmist proclaims God's goodness. He's obviously experienced himself. Even though there's some hard things going on um, in his life, he acknowledges that God makes out the path. He will light it up. And so you can trust right now. He will show you the path as you acknowledge, as you're present, as you build that community around you. And even in the midst of that hard times, he gives Fullness of joy, because in His presence, in the community with Him, He is the joy, and we can grab a hold of Him and hang on and experience true, true joy, true peace, true calmness, happiness in the midst of hard times. And then at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And so I think about future eternity forever and ever and ever with Him. So right now, it's that joy in pain and suffering and death, right, like we started with. But in the future, in eternal life with Him, that all goes away, and we're left with His pleasure. Him. He is the pleasure. He is our delight, and we get to delight in Him forever and ever and ever. And so, He is good. And I just wanted to share that with you today and might talk a little bit more next week, um, what we do in really tough times. But That is the encouragement that God is giving me right now as I sit here with Him, in community with Him, and just want you to sit with Him as well and soak that up. He is so, so good. Love y'all so much because of the love that He has given me and has poured out to me. So praying for you right now.